What is up, everyone? Welcome to the very first episode of the Man Cave Podcast. And if you are tuning in for the very first episode, I just want to appreciate you tuning in and checking out the podcast. If you would, just hit the follow button. I would greatly appreciate it. I'm going to be trying to make a podcast probably, you know, two to three times a week. And we'll see how it goes. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I always want to start a podcast, and so why not do something I love? And all I just wanted to do with a sport that I love to look at, read about, talk about, all that kind of good stuff. And so, just a podcast for guys just to get out of the way, kind of just to relax, chill, whether it's in your car, workplace, at home, or in your basement, or in your man cave, whatever you are listening, appreciate you tuning in. So for the very first podcast, for the very first podcast I decided to kind of just like look at this QB class in this NFL draft, and, I mean, there's, you know, there's, this is probably the solid QB class that we've had in quite some time, um, you know, looking at it, you know, for me, I feel like there's a lot of guys that are being talked up too much, and there's some guys that we're not even mentioning to where we should be talking about them, and so, if you haven't checked out my social media already, I have an Instagram account that I made for this podcast, I've been doing, posting some news, um, just kind of some information, my thoughts, opinions on some things. So if you want to check it out sometime, uh, you can just uh, look up in the search bar, the Man Cave Podcast 2021. Um, check it out if you would. See what you think. Go ahead and leave, leave a comment or share some of your thoughts. Um, I'm always open to hear other situations that people may think. So um, obviously, once trade went down, we all knew that was going to happen to the Colts. Um, just because it was the perfect fit for Carson Wentz. And so I wish him nothing but the best. Um, hopefully he can get back to his stride and where he was in 2017, uh, where the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. But uh, I just kind of just want to focus on the NFL draft, and specifically the QB class. Um, I posted something earlier today. Kind of just my opinion. Um, I obviously didn't do all the QBs. Um, I did part one of it. Um, I just did about five of them. And so, if you want to look at it, feel free to check it out. Leave your opinion, comment, whatever you want to do. But I'm um, just going to talk about what I think about this QB class. I think this is a very talented class. Um, obviously, with the generational talent like Trevor Lawrence, um, for me, I feel like he's being overhyped. I'm not saying that he's going to be a bad QB, but, you know, he's still got some things to work on. You know, naming him the next GOAT um, is ridiculous. Really, really idiotic. Um, I understand that he had a really good college career, and I'm not knocking any of the stuff that he did for his team. But this is the pros, man. You probably have your good season rookie year, and then teams are going to start figuring you out second year. I mean, just look at Lamar Jackson's teams are starting to figure him out. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, obviously, I think he's going to be the number one overall pick. That'd be really dumb. If I ever to pick Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence, uh, that'd be the stupidest move I ever knew. I mean, I understand you recruited Justin Fields in college, but this is the pros. You gotta find a quarterback now to build a franchise off of, because Gardner Minshew is not cutting it. So, be a very dumb move not to pick Trevor Lawrence for the very first round. Um, but obviously, there's some flaws to him. Um, I understand he has a really strong arm, which you know, which is fantastic. You know, he's so 
just throws the ball with effortless and just goes 40, 50 yards downfield. It's just amazing to see. But uh, I think he has a little bit too much confidence in his arm. I'm not saying that it's good to be overconfident or less confident. I'm just saying, you know, you're just going to be smart with it. You know, sometimes you just got to take the check down passes. And he doesn't do it a whole lot in this film, but he does. But I think he should do it more rather than putting the ball in dangerous places and dangerous coverages. And so, um, obviously, that's something that can be fixed. Um, I think Urban Meyer, with his staff, can possibly you know help him understand that you just got to take the easy throw. And so, um, obviously, I think he's going to be a bright future, bright quarterback in the future. Um, but, yeah, that's for me. That's Trevor Lawrence. Uh, kind of just going through Zach Wilson. Uh, to me, this is interesting. Everybody's been comparing him to, like, Russell Wilson. Um I forgot the other QB I was reading it up today. But to me, he looks like Kyler Murray. Right? Um, I understand he's a little bit taller. He's standing at 6'3". Um, I mean, this is like Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson with a better arm. I mean, the kid is so athletic. He's a big, big playmaker. Um, he's accurate with the football. Um, he can make plays with his legs when necessary. Just a really good overall athlete. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of people are kind of questioning the competition that he had playing at BYU, which they had, I believe, one kind of like highlight game, and that was against Coastal Carolina, which they ended up losing that game um, on a, you know, close play to get the game-winning touchdown. But, I mean, a lot of, you know, insiders, a lot of reporters, <clears throat> a lot of, uh, you know, Scouts out there are kind of projecting him to be over Trevor Lawrence. They're higher rating him higher, or he's rated higher than Trevor Lawrence. I don't know why I said something like that, but so it could. I mean, maybe Trevor Lawrence does go to the New York Jets. Maybe Jacksonville decides to go to Zach Wilson. I don't know. Uh, definitely be interesting to see, but I think it'll go Trevor Lawrence then Zach Wilson in that order, in my opinion. Uh, another one is Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance is being talked too much. I understand he had one good season at uh, North Dakota State um, in 2019 where he threw for 28 touchdowns and zero interceptions. Um, but he only has two years of experience, people. Like, this is his second year playing a full season of being the starter. And he's already thrown an interception in the very first game. You know, and obviously, you know, it's North Dakota State. They're obviously favored to win the thing, along with James Madison and all these other FCS teams. But... I feel like the best situation for him is to go to a place, sit behind the quarterback, learn how to read coverages, and understand, you know, how to read the defense and read, be able to make check downs when necessary. And so for me, I feel like the Atlanta Falcons is a perfect situation. You have Matt Ryan, who's playing, you know, okay. He's playing, I mean, he's not playing terrible. Like, you can rely on him to give you wins when necessary. You know, obviously, since the Super Bowl, they've been on downhill with a messy, messy situation with management and leadership and ownership. You know, everything's just a big mess. And so, for me, uh, I'm sticking with Matt Ryan. You know, Charlie Smith coming in, former offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans, coming in with the new offense, kind of a fresh start. Because you look at this offense of the Atlanta Falcons, they are absolutely loaded with talent. Todd Gurley is a solid running back when he's healthy. Julio Jones, obviously one of the best wide receivers in the league when he's healthy. You got Calvin Ridley, who's an excellent slot receiver. Um, I mean, those are some weapons that you have. You know, obviously, you know, the tight end, I think, needs to be filled in, which you, you can do in free agency. But to me, this is just a perfect situation 
for Trey Lance is just to go to a team. I mean, even if it's Carolina, sit behind Teddy Teddy Bridgewater, assuming that Carolina doesn't get the trade uh, for Deshaun Watson, obviously. But just something like that, to me, would be the best situation for Trey Lance. And just do it. Do what Patrick Mahomes did. Just sit a year, two years, or even Aaron Rodgers. Just sit there for four years and wait your turn. So, um, that to me is just the best situation for Trey Lance. And obviously, I think he can be, you know, a hit or miss. It's kind of hard to say at this point, but uh, we'll see what happens. Um, And to me, this is my favorite quarterback of the class. Like, to me, I think this is the gem of the QB class, Mac Jones. Mac Jones was a phenomenal QB at Alabama last season, leading the whole college football world in 4,500 yards passing and second in TD passes with 41, only behind Kyle Trask, who had 43. And to me, man, he's just a phenomenal, phenomenal quarterback. And honestly, I think he's better than Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields, honestly, is maybe, maybe top five, maybe. Because, I mean, you go to the NFL, you're going to be able to read a defense. And if you can't do that, then you're not going to be successful. You know, Trevor Lawrence, better. Zach Wilson, better. Mac Jones, better. I would probably even put Killamon above Justin Fields. You know, obviously, I still have like a 50 50 shot with them. But Trey Lance, obviously, behind Justin Fields. You know, Jamie Newman has really done a decent job at Wake Forest. Obviously, they didn't get the national televised, you know, games. But he's a solid QB. He's probably not going to be a first or second rounder, but he's probably going to be like a Dak Prescott. I mean, Jeff in the fourth or fifth round. And he's going to come in when necessary. But to me, Mac Jones is just a phenomenal, phenomenal QB. And to me, I can see him going to Carolina. I can see him going to Washington Redskins. I can see him going to the Chicago Bears. Just a team that is just, just highly, highly potentially right on offense. That's why I like Carolina. They have a lot of good weapons, assuming they do, that they don't trade for Deshaun Watson, okay? This is just a scenario. You keep Christian McCaffrey. You have DJ Moore on the rise. You know, you got Robbie Anderson, who's a, who's flourishing in that role, and Joe Brady's offense. And to me, I think Matt Jones is the man. I think he's the guy for that team. No credit to just Deshaun Watson, but I think Deshaun Watson, if he's made available, he's going to Miami. And I think Miami's going to give him the third overall pick and let Houston, you know, get back in that slot and get some playmakers. You know, assuming that Tua Tagovailoa is also traded in that deal for Deshaun Watson. But, I mean, you, you, I mean, people have different opinions about the situation, but to me, man, Mac Jones is the gem. Like, yes, Trevor Lawrence is good. Yes, Zach Wilson is good. Mac Jones, solid. Even Kyle Trask. If they, I feel like if those two quarterbacks are put in the right system, they will flourish. And that's why I like Kyle Trask going to the Steelers. So the Steelers need a QB. It is time to move on to Big Ben. To me, for me personally, I'm a Steelers fan. And what I saw against the Cleveland Browns in the first round of the playoffs, or the first game of the playoffs with Pittsburgh Steelers, the Cleveland Browns absolutely dominated Big Ben in the secondary. They dominated the defensive line of scrimmage. I mean, it's, it was absolutely embarrassing. Like, I don't know what tells you more than to say, hey, it's time to move on. You throw five picks. That's absolutely ridiculous. I don't care if you throw for 500 yards or not. You turn the ball over five, six times. 
blame it on blame it on other people if you want to for some of those mistakes. But golly, the very first play, it's a high snap. What do you do? You just stand there at the football, just staring. Like jump on the football. Good lord, man. To me, it's just time to move on. Le'Veon Bell gone. Antonio Brown gone. That's how to get Big Ben gone. Because what is Big Ben providing for us Steelers Nation? Absolutely nothing. He's not providing anything. Our defense literally carried this team last year. We had the weakest schedule of all time. I shouldn't say all time, but we had the weakest schedule of any team in that league. We should not have been 11-0. We played like an 8-8, eight 9-7 eight, team. But we were fortunate that our defense carried us. Now I could talk forever on that situation. But, I mean, it's just time to move on. If I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can reconstruct his contract. Re- reconstruct his contract anytime. But you pick up Dwayne Haskins. Is he, you're telling me he's the future of this team? Absolutely not. Mason Rudolph? Maybe. Josh Dobbs? No, he's probably going to get cut again. So for me, I think it's time to move on. Move on for Big Ben. Start fresh. Start new. You have good receivers. You have Juju Smith-Schuster hitting the free agency, which I hope Pittsburgh is signing back because that's the big offensive weapon that we need since James Conner is absolute bust, which I think that's why Najee Harris would be selected by them with the 24th pick. But these, one, these organizations got to make some tough decisions, and if you hold on to these guys too long, well, you see what happened at Philadelphia. Don't pay him too early, that's for sure. But anyways, you know, that's my rant on the QB class. Um, I have a post I'm making here pretty soon of my personal mock draft. Um, I'm looking to probably release it sometime this week. I'm just kind of still putting it together, kind of still reading up on some articles, trying to figure out where other guys rank them and kind of see other mock drafts in the warehouse, similar in the same logic that we're thinking of. But... I think Justin Fields is not not necessarily a bust, but I think he is being talked to too much of what the media is giving credit for. To me, I think either the San Francisco 49ers, the New England Patriots, and the Washington Redskins may draft Justin Fields. I don't think the Chicago Bears will. I think Chicago Bears will get Sam Darnold. That's why I'm thinking Zach Wilson will go to the New York Jets. But I'm just not sold on Justin Fields. I honestly thought he should have stayed one more year. Because what, from what I saw this past season against Northwestern, against Wisconsin, that defense ate him alive. And his team, yes, the team won, but it was by the defense. It wasn't by him. So, that's just me. Obviously, I probably get a lot of hate for saying that, but to me, Justin Fields is more of a bust than a gym. To me, he's the next Aaron Rodgers. He's going to sit behind somebody, learn the system, and just flourish through it. So, that's why I like Justin Fields from the New England Patriots. I see the New England Patriots go out and get a veteran quarterback. Because, obviously, Cam Newton was a disaster. Go out there and get Joe Flacco. Get Ryan Fitzpatrick. Someone that can help you win temporarily, but yet help mentor the next guy in line, which, to me, Justin Fields in New England. Work with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh McDaniels. I think 
that will work really, really well. Just get Justin Fields, make him sit for a year or two. Let Ryan Fitzpatrick do his thing. Because Ryan Fitzpatrick can win you games. All right, you have to understand that the New England Patriots have the most opt-outs on their team from any franchise. So assuming that those guys come back, you know, I think that would be the best spot for Justin Fields. Because one, you have a great offensive coordinator. You have one of the greatest coaches of all time, Bill Belichick, who is a defensive-minded coach who can help develop you, read defenses, and make checkdowns when necessary. So that's my take on the QB class. I know it's kind of long, but I wanted to get my point across and make it very clear that this is all just my opinion. I'm not reading these from reporters. I'm not reading these from insiders or scouts or anything like that. This is all my personal opinion. And so I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to do some more research. I may do running backs, wide receivers, and all that kind of stuff. I may go through every single position. Um, we'll see what happens. But I appreciate you guys tuning in for the very first episode again. If you want to check out my Instagram page, you can go ahead and check it out and enter it on the search bar, The Man Cave Podcast 2021. You can check it out there. Also, I have a Twitter. If you want to follow there, yep, just Google The Man Cave Pod, and it's right there if you want to check out the Twitter as well. I'm going to try to be a little bit more active there as well. But uh, again, I want to appreciate you guys tuning in and celebrate for the very first episode of the VNK Podcast. Looking forward to where this will go. And again, wherever you may be listening, I appreciate you tuning in. Give me a favor, hit the follow button. There's more episodes coming. All right, guys. Enjoy the weather. I know it's kind of slippery out there, a lot of ice, especially in the southeast area, uh, Texas area. We got a lot of snow. So I wish you guys nothing but safe and good health. I'll see you next time.